only do I believe they have the right to choose, I believe that they shouldn't have to consult anybody except for a physician about how they exercise that right. Gentlemen, that is fair. And ladies, to be fair to us, I also believe if you decide to have the baby, a man should not have to pay. Obviously, we're going to make a few people mad because we're going to talk about something that people say any man with a penis should not talk about. So, I like that look that you're giving. <laughs> that deep sigh. Of- well, okay. So, you know, obviously, abortion is a hot topic. It's been a hot topic um, for a long time. Um, it's been a hot topic uh, recently since. Um, the uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned, right? Which, which that's a subject itself. That's subject to so, yeah, so let, let, I'm going to start off with what Dave, Dave Chappelle says. Women, if you got the right to kill the kid, and then if you decide to not, then to be fair to men, they should have the right not to pay. Now let me say it this way: I don't think any self-respecting man would leave a woman. That is pregnant if he loves her. It, or even if he didn't love her. I don't think he would. I don't think any self-respecting man would do that. Now, on the other side, I don't think he's wrong. I think a man should have the choice to find it. But then once he says he has that choice, he signs all rights away and never sees that kid ever. Unless that kid wants to find him when the kid's 18. That makes logical sense. I mean, and that sounds very harsh. Because they're like, well, what, the woman carries the whole brunt. Yes, women do a lot. Literally, when it comes to pregnancy, men are there for what a few few minutes of, of fun, and then it's done. Then they carry the, the the child for nine months and deal with all of that roller coaster of, of life. And then the baby's there. And then the guy, what, changes a few diapers? Feeds the, the kid if it's bottle fed every now and then. Pushes it in a stroller, puts it to bed every now and then. Women do more. When it comes to raising kids, women do more. Yes, they do. It, it, I mean, I hate to say, even if a man puts in a ton of work, I'm still going to say it's 90-10. Seriously, 90%, 10%. Because women do a ton. Now, abortion in general. Let's talk about Roe versus Wade. Okay. So, the Supreme Court says that they don't feel like they should be the ones making the decision. That's essentially what they said. They didn't take abortion away. Correct. They just said they don't. We're going to throw it back. They they said we're throwing it back to the states, and the states can make their own laws. Can we take this back a little bit? Go for it. Because, um, for all transparency. I had never read Roe versus Wade until and we, what it really was until after the Supreme Court uh, decision was leaked okay. and all of a sudden it became news. So at that point in time, I chose to educate myself on what really was going on because my understanding, yeah, heaven forbid education, <laughs> my understanding of Roe v. Wade was that it... Uh, gave women the right to abortion 
that, any time, pretty much. Any time. No question. That's no if. Correct. Is is like abortion rights. Abortion rights. That's everything that I've heard on that side of of, of the picket line kind of thing. Abortion yeah. rights. Abortion yeah. rights. And now that it's been the word is overturned. The ruling has been overturned. That's the legal term for it. All of a sudden now everyone's crying foul because now they're saying that abortion is going to get banned. Abortion is going to get banned. When I educated myself on this and I read what Roe v. Wade really was, they actually regulated abortion So the, the, on they, the federal level. They protected life. For, and then they allowed life to not be protected in certain cir- circumstances. That's a, basically what it came down to. Right. Ultimately, Roe v. Wade was just a matter that it, I mean, and this is the bare, bare, simple way to say it. You were allowed to have an abortion in first trimester. Mm-hmm. Uh, at no questions asked. Second trimester, medically necessary. Third trimester, not at all. That's what Roe v. Wade really said. Right. Whereas now we're facing a lot of states that are saying you can have abortions all the way up till well, Cal- after birth Cal- kind of thing. California you know? is one of the states that says, bring, come here if you want to have an abortion. We don't care. Right. Come to us. Um, you got companies, we'll talk about the companies too, but companies like Amazon um, saying, hey, we'll pay for it. Now that is a different beast and a half right there. That's a that's a diff, yep. that's a financial decision, but we'll go there in a second. Well, so anyway, so I educated myself, and so now now I'm sitting here going, wait a second, women who are saying that their abortion rights have been taken away. No, as you said, it, go, that's, it goes back to the states, yes. and so what you all need to do out there is research your state's laws. So every state. Unless something recently that I have not read about, um, every state pretty much has the same law when it comes to abortion. Again, I mean, I haven't researched all fifty, but right. we live in Utah, which technically it, could be considered one of the most conservative states in the union, due to the religious background but, of the state. You know, where even is, but even here they have an abortion even, law. There, there are it's regulated. Well, so but there well, are. Let's talk about the regulations. So yeah, they're saying rape. We're saying incest. Correct. In there, it also says, and most states have the same the same laws. They say, say um, if there's the mother's going to die, the child is going to die, or both is going to die, or both are going to die. And and actually, it's not even if the child is going to die. Utah law actually states that if there is a medical diagnosis where the quality of life is, there is going to be no quality of life, mm-hmm. which is this, so it, they might not actually die, but. They might be, you know, brain dead or a vegetable they, or, or mostly a vegetable exactly. or something. Basically, to they will not be able to function as a human being. Function as a human being. Correct. Right. That's Utah law. So in I mean, a conservative state. And to me, people saying, oh, they're banning abortion. No. Well, that they're regular. Okay. They're so, regulating the consequences of well, choice. OK, so th- look, again, so let's let's take this back. This is not about taking something away from women. That's literally what this is not about. And everybody's going to say this is what it's about. And they're going to say, well, you're a dumb man because you wouldn't know because you're a man. Well, okay. here, here's the thing. This is not taking anything away from a woman. What this is doing is saying those are these are the stipulations of, of abortion. Now, we all know if 
you have sex, the chances of getting pregnant are there. Correct. You can use a condom and you can get pregnant. You can use birth control and you can get pregnant. Yeah, every one of my children are birth control babies. Congratulations, you have super swimmers. Apparently. So, but the thing is, it, the, the reality is, it is it, it cause and effect. You do the hibbity jibbity, you can get pregnant, or you can choice and choice and consequences. So, another way to say it. Well, the thing is, so, so if you choose to do that, now I'll, I'll state this: no man, unless it's rape, chooses to have sex. Every man wants to have sex. I've never seen one man that would say, I will turn down sex. Now, I'll turn down sex if it's not with my wife. Because that's just the way I am, right? I'll, I, 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 I think I've turned down my wife's sex for having sex with her once, just to prove a point. <laughs> but that's a, that's a, that's a topic for, for another <laughs> time, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then, because, you know, women can say no. And if you're a respectful man, you, you walk away. Great. And, and I do think that the statistics out there, it is probably statistically true that men have the urge and the desire and the drive to have sex more often than women have that drive and desire. I, I think statistically. I don't know, but probably so. I mean, I could have sex every day, probably multiple times a day, but I don't. Right. I, I want to. Sure. Okay. Does, that, does that mean I go have sex every day with everybody? No, because I know how it works. And I know that's not what you do. But again, now, I go back to my point. Women are the deciders when it comes to having sex. Unless it's rape. Women are the deciders. I agree. You know, because like the other day I told Chance that you didn't say these words, but essentially I said, I want to have sex. And she's like, no, not today. I'm like, okay, there's that answer. And we've been married, what, 20, almost 22 years. And I can say I've had a lot of sex in the past 22 years. I am not deprived at all. <laughs> Except that one time when I turned Shannon down. That's, again, another story. But another. you deprived yourself. Anyway. Absolutely. Sorry. I can control my urges, and that's what, how it works. But, okay, so but knowing that it is a woman's choice to have sex, cause, and it's never a man's, a man will say yes. Or they'll say no. If they say no, it's very rare. I'm, I'm going to have to, I want, if you're listening to this and you're a dude, send us a message. I want to know if you, if you actually have said no. Really? Like if there's a reason behind, like you have the headache or yeah. you're just not feeling it at that point in time. Because even when I'm not feeling it, if she want, if she, my wife's ready, I'm ready. If I have a headache, well, I'm ready. I mean, <laughs> I could be bleeding out. I would be ready. I mean, so that being that, and that sounds probably very straightforward and crude a little bit, but the reality is no man ever chooses to have sex. They will do it. It's the woman. So there's the choice for one. Two, the choice to have sex comes with the consequence of possibly getting pregnant, but also the accountability side. That's where this is really all going. Now, People say our government should have no right to tell a woman what they can and can't do, do, can and can't do. They're not. They're not saying you can't go have sex. They're out there saying, if you do, you get pregnant. Here are the regulations on whether you can or cannot have an abortion. Correct. That I mean, that's it's simple. It's all about it's it's. I so I teach my kids. 
if you eat too much candy, you're going to get a stomach ache. Right? I think every parent's told their kid that. How often did me as a child, did I not listen to my parents and I got a stomach ache? I ate a lot of candy and my stomach hurt. And the interesting thing about that analogy, though, uh, are were you done? No, you can get going. Okay. Is uh, stomach aches come and go. Mm-hmm. A pregnancy, fertilized egg, all that stuff, that's that's a consequence that has lasting repercussions. I mean, 18 to the point, years. Now, go go with the child again. Well, hot uh, stove. How many times thing. have we heard the hot stove analogy? You know, where a parent tells a child, don't touch the stove, it's hot. Don't touch the stove, it's hot. Don't touch the stove, it's hot. And sometimes they touch it. But let's take it now a little bit further. And yes, they miss maybe to an extreme. But what happens if one day that stove is hot and that child is playing in the kitchen, not remembering that warning, and they fall and their arm or their face lands on that hot stove? That happened to, actually, that happened to uh, Jacob. Does he have a permanent scar? It's faded. It's gone for the most part. But yeah. But it's so, so it's, it's life changing. It can well, be life changing. But, but again, it, it, you know, doesn't matter what the, the, um, um, the scenario is. The reality is there are, there is, you know, accountability to everything we do. Correct. If I go punch you in the face, you have a reaction of either punching me back. Dude, what, why'd you do that? Or holding my face and crying like a whiny baby. I mean, but that's it. And so <laughs> sorry, you're supposed it, to laugh at that. Yeah, one, but. no, I didn't laugh. So <laughs> I don't see you doing that. No, um, but the, the reality is, it you know, it I made it, you can make a choice, but then you can't prevent the outcome. If I choose to walk down the street and a car drives and hits me. I was on the sidewalk, but he hit me. What's the outcome? For me, I could be dead or I could be, you know, permanently, permanently bodily damaged. And I had no choice. Now, that would be the scenario of rape. Right? Now, I've never, I don't think anyone in the world says, you were raped. You should carry that baby all the time. Again, I think that that comes down to the mom. If she feels she it, wants to carry it or not, I know of. I know of personally know of one person, and that's only one that has they carried a rape baby, and they carried it, and then they had it, and they raised it. Can you tell me was there a why that you ever found out? She said she, that she said that her her opinion it was she understood stands that that was a life, and she just like you know what, I'm just going to do it, and she did it. That, okay. That was that's that's in a nutshell. That's the 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 small version of it all. I mean, that, so but on the other side, I'm not against a rape baby being aborted. Now, here's the thing, okay? And I'm going to say it and the, and and I know it can be hard because of one I'm a man and I don't understand the whole emotional side of it all. I've never raped anybody. I've never, you know, all that scenario. Um and I've never been raped. And men can get raped. That is a true thing. I mean, if, if you want something to read, go look up, I uh, can't remember the name of it, but just look up uh, Mormon Missionary Kidnapped and Raped. It's back in the 80s is when it happened. 
that some crazy chick went to went there and yeah, but she raped this guy. But anyway, um, majority of of, of uh, rapists out there are men. That's that's just, or reported at least. I don't see too many women going out there raping people. Whatever, but um, when it comes to rape, you there's an emotional thing. There's a mental thing. There's a lot of factors that I don't understand because I'm not a, a woman, right? But report it. I'm I'm begging you. If this happens to you, please report it immediately. Get the bastard. Don't be ashamed. That's the thing. Don't be ashamed Correct. that it happened to you because they did something wrong. You did not. That's the key. And that's and and that's easy to say, right? It's easy for me to say. But that's the reality. Now, on top of that, when it comes to having sex and you think you may get pregnant, you need to, you got options before you even have to have the abortion. And I'm not, I, I'm not going to say I agree or disagree with the, the options. But there's plan B. You can pick it up at almost every pharmacy, Walmart, Target, grocery store out there. Guess what? Then there's you don't if you did that, there's no way you'd have to worry about it. There's that. I don't know. I don't know of any instances of of a Plan B baby happening. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know if the, how accurate it is. I mean, obviously, we've had every child we've ever had. <laughs> we have five children, and so. But the reality is, you know, it's this is not about taking things away. So it's about holding, you know. Making people to be more responsible. If you don't want to get pregnant, the best way to do it, just don't have sex. That's that's my priority, my number one. Um, number two, sure, use use uh, contraceptives. That's cool. Um, be on birth control. Yeah, but then, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it. This is. It's upsetting for a lot of people because they, they get wrong information from TV, the propaganda box. That's literally what the, what television is when it comes to the news. It's all propaganda. You know, they say it's getting banned. It's getting banned. You know, and and so what the go back to um, what the Supreme Court did when they said throw it back to the states. States make your own rule. So the states will make their own rule. Now, the cool thing with that is... If you think you should have an abortion law where you can kill a kid, a baby, on your third trimester, guess what? Vote people in that'll give you that law. Am I wrong? No, that's what it's all about. I mean, and if you if it live in a state where um, you uh, you disagree with it, with the laws, vote people in. You know, we saw a video earlier saying that the governor, not governor, but the, um, I guess it was the governor. Of, yeah, the governor of Georgia. Of Georgia. And the, the woman just started spewing um, falsehoods about what the, their law is. You know, she's like, he's going to even ban when you get raped. That is actually false information. Unless something new has come to light that I haven't read. He, he, the Georgia law is pretty much the same thing as what, what you know, even Utah's is. Rape, and I, incest. 
And Oklahoma and Missouri were the first two states after Roe v. Wade was overturned that actually, as the media is uh, posting it, um, has, quote-unquote, banned abortion. So, And I'd like to go in and see what Oklahoma's law and what Missouri's law really says so we can actually be clear on that. Well, you know, again, though, and, and they're saying they're going to criminalize people that do it. And they're going to say women are going to go to bad places and they're going, they're going to get hurt. If you're going to a place that's questionable just because you want to kill a kid, kill a baby. And yes, I'm calling it a baby. So let me, let me clarify this. I am calling it a baby because I do think that, um, having a, 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 um, I think once it, their life starts beginning, you know, essentially, you know, we looked it up. We we're talking about how, like, uh, once uh, it attaches to the wall, the uterine wall. That's when pregnancy actually begins, because then the and fertilized that, egg is starting to get nutrients from the mother, and that's essentially um, within a few days, right? If I remember right, yeah, it's on average about five days. Okay, but it uh, five to six days. Um, Generally, it's no no shorter, um, but it could take up to eight to fourteen days, okay, to do that. Well, so I mean, it's it, so. I'm not saying women should lose the right to do this because I honestly I don't even think they even had the right before because that based off of what Roe v. Wade was now. Each state has done their own thing. California actually has the most liberal abortion laws. But, yeah. I thought New York did. But oh, maybe New York, too. I don't know. I just know of California stuff. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they're saying, they're ushering people say, hey, just come to us. We'll take care of it. Now, I do know that companies like Amazon have said, hey, we'll pay for your abortion. If you have to go to another state to get an abortion, we'll pay for it. But again, as you mentioned before, that's a financial choice, not well, well, okay, so, because they actually the what uh, what the report came out said is they're actually looking at the fact that a woman who works for them gets pregnant, carries a baby to term, and then has to you know take the time off for well, she, illness she, or yeah. maternity leave and all that yeah. stuff. It costs the company more. According, it costs the company more to pay for that maternity leave than to pay for the, the you if, know the four thousand dollar abortion. Well, you figure if, the, if they pay for the abortion, even if they pay for the air, the airfare, they're going to come out squeaky clean and and shining. And then what they get was okay, we're going to have two days off because she's going to go get an abortion, come mm-hmm. back, so she has two days off. Well, that's instead fine. Instead of six weeks, instead of having six weeks, but with two days off, she's back to work. So now she's making us more money. I mean that that's a total selfish, you know. I'll, I'll say scam, saying that 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 for a corporation to say that they support women and that they're going to uh, you know give them their right. So if you fall in that that world of saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna work for Amazon because they're gonna take care of my abortions if I need one," well, holy crap, you just gave up time off, and not that that time off would be fun, not that 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 time off would be. You know, easy because I mean, you just had a kid, right? That time is not that is not easy time. That's actually, um, yeah, that's that's harder work than working for Amazon, to be honest. Yeah, 
But Amazon, essentially what happens is if you if the mother decides to never come back and they've worked for the company for a while, then you get the maternity leave and all this other stuff, they've lost a good, hardworking employee, so then they have to retrain someone else. And let me tell you, companies hate retraining people because if you have to retrain them, it costs them money. Now, you know, they'll get over it because that's the bottom line. They figure it out. But that's a scam. So before you, I'd say, again, that comes down to education. Before you start following along with with the company and say, hey, they're the greatest company in the world because they offer this benefit, well, an abortion benefit, I don't think that's a benefit for you. That's a benefit for them. It's kind of like people who think HR is there for them. HR, their their sole purpose is has nothing to do with you as an employee. It's 100% to protect the company from you. That's why they're like, hey, report that to HR. So then HR gets their lawyers involved and says, like, what do we need to do? And then that's why you get let go before you become a problem. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, abortion is, you know, it's it's a hot topic. But and but no one wants to admit that it's about one thing. And that's, one, that's why politicians don't talk about it. That's why... Companies don't talk about it. It's all about what you find something about Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, go, I, go as I'm listening to you, and uh, yeah, basically Oklahoma's abortion is banned except in cases of life endangerment, rape, or incest. Okay, so just like here in Utah, so same thing. So, but Plan B is not illegal. No, Plan B is not. Anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Shift no, no, back no. To well, I, I saw your eyes. I'm like, okay, he found something. But no, but, the, but again, almost every state's going to fall through with the same type of. Now, if, if there is a state out there that actually says not at all, that's kind of crazy. I, I I would disagree with that. Yes, I mean, I, I'm a. Uh, I would say I'm a fairly. Uh, and and, and you know, people try to say this is a religion deal, right? This is all about religion. No, no this is zero about religion. This is not even about. Let's not even say it's about life. It's about accountability. So people are going to get mad because I'm saying this is straight up accountability for the woman and for the man. Now, the man is second. Um, the woman's in charge when it comes to having sex. The man is secondary. You're, you're, you follow me? Yes. No, I actually absolutely am following you, which then... Unless, unless it's, again, unless it's rape. Which then means, understandably so... The woman's choice. I have never had sex in my life without my wife's permission. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I was married, that's, yeah, that's how it works. I mean, and, and that doesn't mean I have sex with other women because I don't. But yeah. again, I've never had sex at all because women make the decisions. If I was a philanderer. I still would not be able to have sex unless the woman agreed because that's called what rape rape. And there are laws against rapists. If you're a rapist, you go to jail. At least you should, but that comes down to the accountability side on two. It's gotta be reported. I mean, I, so you know that's now. Now I'm going to bring up a subject that will make a lot of people mad again. You know, Bill Cosby got a raw deal. If he did do rape and force himself on women, like he said, they said he did. This is the, goes back to the whole Me Too movement, which I think is a total farce. Okay, and people can call me out on that one. I know they will. The it's a. And I get it. 
times were different back then than they are now. But even if it got reported, even if it didn't get, if it did not get reported, that's your fault. That's a hard one to take. If you felt ashamed because you thought it was you, it's not your fault. Again, we're going we're going back down that trail. If someone rapes you, it's not your fault. No means no. Yeah. So if you say no, you have set the boundary. And if that boundary is crossed, that's a rapist. That is a rapist. That man needs to be locked up. It's not that difficult. This is, I know I'm beating dead, a dead horse right now. The, the reality is choice, consequences, accountability. So the moment that that woman says yes to a man, her clothes, yes. she takes her clothes off or she has him take her clothes off, not rip them off and let her into that. That's a different story. Um, yes opens the door to a myriad of possibilities. Yeah. Once you once you do the deed, then the chances are you could get pregnant, whether it's protected or unprotected. The chances are she could get pregnant. That means she understands the... the so this... That's what we need to actually ask women to start doing. Well, this so my kids, I have two daughters. I have taught and I've got three boys. The two daughters, I have taught them. Yes is yes, no is no. Don't ever let anybody cross the that that threshold unless you understand. If you know my my oldest daughter, they're waiting. Now, they're waiting to have kids. She does use birth control. Um they in but they're waiting to have kids. Now she knows that they're new, newlyweds. Newlyweds tend to have a lot a lot of a whole lot of sex. Cool, right? The chances are if you do it, she could get pregnant, right? And if she gets pregnant, she's like, okay, if that's what it is, right? My boys know that if someone says no, it means no. Now, unless it's like playing the video game, like then I say no to my son. He's adult, but dad, I really want to, or I could win $10,000. And then I say no, and then they, that's because they want to, they're trying to beat me down. You know that, yeah. But, you know, accountability. If you're dating a guy and he, pushes himself, and he talks you into it, convinces you, you don't need to be that guy. He doesn't respect you. And if you're not respected, then why, why, again, why are you with him? Is it because he's got money? Okay, then you're making poor decisions. Is it because uh, he just makes you feel good? Okay, well, but if he, if he makes you feel good, but you're uh, you know, about to feel good about yourself, but he doesn't respect you, he's in it for one thing. And he doesn't care about your boundaries. Yeah. Nope. You know, the the whole, I mean, even the whole Johnny Depp deal. Let's go into that. Every, even, even listening to his lawyer, I saw her, his, uh, her lawyer, he, listening to um, her uh, her lawyer. What's her name? Um, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Her lawyer was talking about how Johnny Depp was the bad guy. Now, he may have been, so, but she paid, she she portrayed him as a good guy almost every time that she opened her mouth. If Johnny Depp is a big, uh, is a big, uh, um, um, 
scam artist and knows how to fool people, he's fooled a lot of people. And I, I'm very grateful for that whole uh, uh, court case and the fact that it was broadcasted like it was because it proved that women lie. It's not just the men. It's not just the men. Now, let's go back to Dave Chappelle when he says, women, sure, you can have the right, but then men need the right to not pay. I'm going to take this one more step. How many men out there were told that a kid was theirs, and so they raised it and they loved it and they cared about it all their life, and then the kid turns 18, 19, then to find out that the kid was not his? Doesn't mean he doesn't love the kid, but he was lied to. And I've and then all of a sudden they get divorced and things like that because of a lie, right? I firmly believe that that woman owes him every penny he paid to raise that kid. Life changing decisions here. You may disagree with me on that one. Because processing, processing. I know. I, I, you're, you're like Devin. You bring up all kinds of crap now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about it. And you know, he had. Yeah, I think I would say he would have the right to sue for the back cash that he spent raising a kid that was not his. Now, if he chooses not to do that, then that's fine. That means he's made a choice. But I think he. I think he deserves the choice to do so. Because if your wife was not faithful to you and gets pregnant from with another guy's kid, lies to you, because you're you're sitting you're you're basing your marriage on a, on telling each other the truth. It's what you do. I agree. I, I, I trust Shannon that she won't sleep around on me. She trusts me that I won't sleep around on her. We're the only two people we have sex with for the rest of our lives. I know some. I got some friends out there that listen to that. They're like, "Oh my gosh, really? Yes, really. Monogamy is amazing." <laughs> but again, if women believe that they have the right to have an abortion, then I I agree with Dave Chappelle. They have the right to not to say no. I don't want this kid. But then they sign that right away. But then on the other side. If your wife cheats on you and you have a kid and you've paid for this stuff for everything for that kid to have a great life, you're processing still, I know. <laughs> That's a rough one, right? You're like, you're you're way out of line, Devin. <laughs> and I could be. I don't necessarily agree with the being able to sue for every every penny. Okay. Because l- loving a child is loving a child, whether it's yours or not. I mean okay. And I'm taking it from the point of view, I adopted my son. But Okay, but that's a different story, though. Yes and no. Because just because you were lied to. Well, were you, were you lied to? No. Okay. Obviously, my situation it, is a different situation but, to a degree, but what... There was no what infidelity. Say- what I'm saying, there's infidelity. If, if a woman... If you have a prenup, if you have a prenup... Okay. And in that prenup, it says, I'm a billionaire, you married me, we get married... If I cheat, I have to give you money. If you cheat, you get nothing. Okay. This is literally almost no different in my eyes. 
if we get come into a marriage or say so like even Jeff Bezos here you go he he marries he he's a flanderer whatever and she maybe too I don't know um when he divorced his first wife he gave her a billion dollars or whatever I mean literally I don't know how much it was a ridiculous amount of money she's the first billionaire woman is what from my understanding right because of Amazon money because she was there when he was poor right now, if she was there when he was poor, she goes and cheats on him, gets pregnant, comes back, tells him that that kid is his. They raise it together. He may love the kid. And he may still love the kid. And here's, here's the thing. He may still love the kid. But I think he could sue her because he took care of something that was not his. He learned to love something that was not his. Women, okay, here's the deal. Women... In, for the most part, when it comes to having a kid, love is always there. They love that child no matter what. Men, too, to a point, but sometimes men have to learn to love something because we're not emotional beings. Men are more logical and less emotional. Correct. So what happens is he learned, if he, he, he loved that child. He written, not saying this, this is a total fake scenario, right? But he raised that kid. And I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just trying to play my side no, I'm here. You. The reality is, if he raises that kid, and then she, he finds out later that it's not his, I think he can sue. I think he has the right. Although he still may love the kid, because she based all of that on a lie that he had nothing to do with. It's a hard thing to process, I know. And I may be completely off uh, my rocker on this thing. Might have to be for another segment as I process through more of it. Because <laughs> I hear you. What what I'm the the underlying foundation of it all though is a matter that uh in my opinion, if a woman should have the right to choose, so should a man in the beginning. Okay. And, and what I mean by that is, sure, the woman would have to carry the child, but how many parts went into the making of that child? Okay. And so I I feel that with regards to abortion, the man and the woman should have to decide together. No, it's it, it because two things. It's a it's a time thing for a woman because it's a lot of time and it's a lot of a lot of agony and it's a lot of hard work. Right, so so and it's a financial. It, it, and for men, it becomes more of a financial decision. Although they do put in the work, but again, it's a ninety ten thing or or an eighty twenty if you want to. So is the man's decision on whether the abortion can happen or not? Are we saying that it's less? Well, I think that for a man to be able to be part of the decision making, if the woman involves a man, sure. How many how many abortions happen? Where men don't even know. I don't know. There is a statistic sure for that. That's there, what I'm there's saying. There is a statistic for that. And I'm, and I'm not saying pull out the number. Well, what, So what I'm saying is if a woman says yes to a man to sleep with him mm-hmm. and then accidentally gets pregnant, okay, is there no... I think she should tell him. A, she should tell him. B, I, I'm going to rewind this even more. If, what needs to happen in this nation, in this world, 
is men and women need to start going into these sexual ex- um, experiences with a more mature approach. Okay, so it, it's... Instead of just, let's just go have sex. Because... So what you're saying is we shouldn't have t- um, you know middle schoolers out there just fooling around. Well, be, yeah, they're fooling around for experimentation. It's so, about how it feels versus what it can cause. So, I, and I'm a believer in this, and this is, and people will definitely disagree with me. I don't think we should have any sex education in school. We should have biology, which will cover that whole thing. But we should not. I should never ever have a, as a parent have to sign a form that tells the school, yes, they can tell my kids about sex. You know why? Because that's my freaking job. Yeah, actually, I i mean, if I can speak to this, the other night, you know, when Ethan made the comment, he did it, and I'm not going to say what the comment was, but, when, I mean, you can if no, you want, because it's your son. Well, but. I'm laying down in Shannon's lap, and he's like, Dad, you're laying on Mom's penis. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is not transgender, by the way. I was in the I was in the kitchen, and I heard that, and I came <laughs> over with this puzzled look, but ultimately, it's one of those things that I saw that you and Shannon then took the time to say, Ethan... Go read this book. Well, and, and you gave him a book that basically it's called it almost spelled 12. it out. Almost twelve, okay. Yeah. And it spells out sex, and then then we see, so okay. But it's it was on your time frame. It Correct. was on your and he said we've had discussions before, and so it's like raising a kid. When you sit down and you teach, if I was to go teach my kids how to build a house, do you, are they going to understand it the first time I talk to them about it? No. Why, why not? I mean, let me, if I showed them, listen, it's all this, these two-by-fours here, and you nail through the top, and you do here, and then you lift it up, and you make room for the door, you measure over. Why wouldn't they get that? Because it's it's repetitive, right? We learn by repeating things. Correct. When you go to church, how how many times do they tell you to, when, it doesn't matter what church it is, pray, ask God, read your scriptures, think about it. Listen to the sermons, or listen we to call the talks. those the Sunday school answers. Well, it's true, and and you know why? Or the primary answers, yeah. It's because re- repetitiveness teaches us how to do things, and it's also the simplicity of it. It is repetitiveness of the simplicity. So, in in this house, I don't know you, know. you probably I don't know if you noticed or not, but in this house, we talk to our kids about sex often. And yeah, it, actually, and it's, it, it's open discussion. It's it, open forum. Yeah, it's not it's not taboo. It's not you don't go behind closed doors. I mean. It's literally yeah. it, it, it's normal conversation, and I don't understand why. Uh, so that's so we have to so I, to go to, to the beginning of all this. Parents have to do their job, and if you're a single mom, you or a single dad, your job is to teach these to your kids, and it's going to be hard because you're going to be working. You're you're playing two roles, mom and dad. You're going to do you know everything. I mean, you can even ask my girls. My girls have had me explain to them periods, ovulation process, all of this stuff. So it comes down to us as parents, we have to be prepared to talk about this with our kids. And don't make it where it's a, I know, okay, here in Utah, this is a taboo conversation. Parents are very, I don't know why parents are so uncomfortable talking to their kids. And it's not all people in Utah. It's fear. I know, but, I, I know why. But why is it? Why, why are people afraid of it? They're afraid of it because they're afraid that if something is talked about, the kid will go and do. Are you kidding? No, no, no. that's that's the fear. That's what it is. So then, so then they're teaching it wrong. Correct. Because you teach it, and then you say, 
here's the, the here's the choice and consequences. Choice and consequences. Simple. This is the accountability side. That's the hot stove. It's like boys. Don't do this. I mean, I heard you. If say, I stick if, my if, pe- if, if I may say Go. what you said to Logan the other day, or it was Ethan. Yeah, yeah, and I I loved it so much. If I ever catch you before marriage sticking your penis in some girl's vagina, I will kill you or something. I'll you know, beat the snot out of you. Beat the snot out of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm paraphrasing, but I'm just saying well, you were very direct with him about that choice. And obviously, as a parent, that was a very direct consequence. But the po- I know you would never beat yeah. the snot out of your no. son. <laughs> what I'm getting at is, but is that we have to be that direct to say, boys, don't do this to girls. Girls, don't say yes to boys because this is the consequence that will happen, and you do not need that as a youth. Okay. Wait till you're married. A 12 year old pregnant and carrying it for tw- for nine My months. Goodness, their life is over. Literally over. You know, it, it, it's like a, 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 a bleh. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to write bleh. Do not write that. <laughs> Skip over that. People can hear that. But the reality is, I, I've, to, I've said it before, you know, and it's, I, think, I can't remember if it was in a previous podcast or on mine, one of mine and Shannon's podcast. I cannot remember. I, we record a lot of stuff. But um, the reality is, when it, we, I look at it differently. So before Shannon and I had st- had kids, which was not very long, she uh, uh, Paris was a uh, a um, um, honeymoon baby. Nine months to, to the, day. the day she was a honeymoon baby. Um, the um, before you have kids, it's just you and your wife, and you can do whatever you want. You can travel. You can have fun. You can you know you have money. I mean, and then when you have kids. Your life changes in a different direction, and I hate to say your life ends, but but life as you know it does end. It evolves into something new. Shannon would travel with me. We'd we'd and, you know I, we took trips to New Orleans. We took trips to you know you name it. We went places right in this country because um, we had the option. And then nine months later, we had a kid. She went, she traveled with me when she was pregnant, but things like that. It was we we did stuff, but once we had a kid. Traveling changed, and it had to be scheduled because we had a child that we had to make sure we was fed. So to be a 12-year-old pregnant, 13-year-old pregnant, under 18. 17-year-old. Honestly, high, under 20. High school. Under 20? Well, even into their 20s. No, I understand. Because that, that's another topic, but there was a video well, you showed me about some someone saying that the 20s are all about finding out about yourself, and we'll talk about yeah. that another time. Well, but Well, the thing is, I mean, so that's, yeah, that was about careers. It was what that was about. Yeah. And you, but the reality is, if you have, you decide to start a family in your 20s, that's cool. Yeah, do if it. If you're prepared for it, I mean, even if, if you're, even if you're not prepared for it, but you understand Basically, the, the choice of consequence, the realities of it all. That then you do. If it. you have a child, it's going to be stressful from then on. Well, I mean, so my brain goes 100 miles an hour when I talk about it's this okay. subject. <laughs> but um, the, the, thank you. <laughs> but the reality is, we as parents, we have to teach our kids everything. Now, if you decide to raise a start a family young, start a family young. If you decide to start have a family when you're older, start a family when you're older. But you know, it's our job as a parent to teach our kids about sex. That's why I say there should be no sex talks in school unless you have a kid that just doesn't do it. And then what you do as a parent, this, I would make, this is the only exception I would make. 
Then as a parent, you go to the school, you talk to the counselors or the principal and say, here's my situation. I don't, I, I didn't understand much either. That's, I think that's part of Utah's problem too. I think they don't understand that. That's why it's scary for them because they actually don't understand it completely either. And they don't know how to, they don't know how to verbalize everything. They don't know how to approach it because unfortunately within the LDS culture, talking about sex is taboo. But that doesn't make sense to me. No. I'm from the South and I grew up LDS and it wasn't taboo. Now, my parents talking about sex was weird, which I'm sure it is for my kids to hearing my wife and I talk about sex. But it's always going to be weird because it's it can be uncomfortable because it's new information. It'd be like if aliens finally showed up right now, it would be weird because that's new information. So that opens up a door for all new grand possibilities, right? That's essentially what sex is. It's open up the door to all these grand possibilities. But when there's possibilities, there are consequences. There is accountability. So when it comes to abortion, it's all about consequences, choice, and accountability. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're coming from. I don't care what your political affiliation is. If you try to, tr- you can try to convince me all day long, you're still wrong. This is all about cho- accountability. Bottom line. Absolutely. Think about this. If you were to go into a job interview, would you not prepare before you go in there? Me? Would you not have? No. <laughs> okay. I, I guess my point has been no. blown out of the waters. No. <laughs> no. no. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Well, the thing is, if I go to a job interview, I'm prepared already, already because I, before I go, I know what's going to happen anyway. I know what's going to be done. Yeah. I know most of the questions are going to be asked. To your point, correct. You prepare. You prepare. You you, you learn about the company. You correct. So that preparation is uh, let's let's put it in these terms. I am going to have an experience. I hope out of that experience or from that experience could come this outcome. So I am going to prepare as much as I can in order to achieve this outcome. It's- or you know, then you let's now go to driving a car. I am going to prepare for the potential outcome that there could be accidents. I'm going to make so sure my can car. Can you prevent accidents in a car? No. And that's the key. Is a matter that we need to prepare as much as we can before any experience in order to, if there is an accident, to be able to cope so, with what comes afterwards. And that's what I'm getting at. Before you walk into that bedroom, men and women... Before you go there, you need to, in your mind, think what the possible outcomes could be. One outcome is we just have a good old time and we feel good and everything's great and nothing happens after that. But with that outcome of you potentially, women, could get pregnant, you need to go into that experience with that potential on your mind. So if you what you're saying, if, if you're if I'm dating a woman, not married, if I'm and I'm dating somebody, we should have those conversations. If I you know, honestly say, eventually we're gonna be dating and we're probably gonna have sex. And that let that be a conversation. And it don't, needs to be. And then then and say, okay, when, when we if we have sex I'm on birth control. 
you could you, be, you, need, you, could you be, need to wear a condom. And if you're wearing, but even then, if I was to get pregnant, can we look to Plan B? And basically, what 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 are what would be the options for us? Or That's as what, well, like for example, and yes, I'm calling myself out. There was an experience where I did have sex with a woman when I wasn't married. Okay. And she was on birth control and I wore a condom, but she was sick. Oh, I got a call two weeks later or two, three weeks later. I, I forget the time frame, And she said, I'm pregnant. Okay. And I went, Oh, and then I started to change, you know, I, because of the man I am, I started to change my life to say, well, I'll come up there and blah, blah, blah. And she kept telling me, no, anyway, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that, and then later on, she called me back and said, I had a miscarriage. So no kid, but the point is you gotta know these things that birth control doesn't work when you're sick or this happens or this happens or this happens. And yes, men and women out there, I know it sounds tedious. And sure, if you're going to a bar and just going to pick up a chick, dude, you gotta know that if you're going to have that talk, it's, it may sound stupid. Even if it's a one night, even stand. if it's a one night stand, you gotta go into it knowing what could happen. Well, and the thing is, both men and women know the outcome of having sex. And if they don't, then educate them. But but they don't acknowledge it. So They put it off to the side thinking, oh, that'll never happen to me. And that's where the accountability okay, comes so into play. Okay, so never happened to me. Again, go back to your analogy of driving the car. If I'm driving my car and abiding by the law. Seatbelt on, going the speed limit. Could I still die? Absolutely. If I'm driving a car and I'm speeding, not buckled up, could something happen to me then? Absolutely. And if I did, if something happens to me, I could actually kill someone too. So then Correct. I, then, and I could survive that. Yes. It's like drunk driving. We hold drunk drivers accountable, right? Yes. If they kill someone, that's on them, and it, they, they're held accountable. But on the other side, that conversation is known. That's talked about. We know you don't drink and drive. So maybe we, so I think we got to get past the stigma of men and women should, maybe the bottom line is men and women just need to talk more. Communicate. It's simple. And yes, can it be awkward? Do you want to be having that conversation in the middle of a bar? Probably not. But, but honestly, should you? No, well, not even in the bar. Think of this. And yes, many of our listeners might say, Oh man, but that's a buzzkill. Sure. If it's a buzzkill, guess what? Then maybe you shouldn't be having sex in the first place. If a conversation like that is going to kill the mood, then maybe you shouldn't be having sex in the first place. Because if you're having sex with that kind of mood and that kind of mental blocker on, you're asking for an accident. They need enough mamas out there to slap their kids silly. Yeah. So, yeah. so just be mature about it. If even if it's that one night stand guy, you go pick up the girl at the bar. Girl, you accept the guy's drink, and then you say, "I'll go home with you." Yeah. If that situation does happen, by all means, when you get to that bedroom and you start kissing and everything, 
put the, stop. Put the brakes on. Stop and then say, and actually, as a man, I'm going to call out all you men now. Men, men, men. Take the time to look at that woman and say, do you understand what possibly could happen as an accident if we go through with this? And if she says, yes, I understand, then the yes is still on and go for it. Yeah. But again, at the same time, if she says yes, men also bear in mind, are you willing to take accountability that if she does get pregnant? 18 years minimum. 18 years. So men, take accountability. Women, take accountability. And with regards to abortion, if that accident happens, know your state's laws. If you don't like your state's laws and you want to choose that, make the choice. Go to another state. Or but, or vote. Or vote get, representatives in your state. That will give you what you want. That will give you what you want. Well, and again... I'm, I'm obviously I'm very passionate. Well, about the, <laughs> well the, the thing is, it, it's it's always going to be about accountability. No matter what way gets slanted, no matter way what your favorite politician says, and this goes for almost every law, gun laws go. I mean, I'm serious. It's all about accountability. Everything is when a choice is made. Are you accountable for the what happens after the choice? 